This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. A candidate comes in or starts that conversation, we get one critical piece of information about that candidate, which is their phone number. And then we get their first name and then we get their last name. So within three interactions, we already have a lot of information that we can respond back to candidates about. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast and one of the co-hosts. Myself, along with co-founder and co-host Bill Bannum, welcome you to our new series where we'll talk about all things tech in the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Here's the thing. The robots aren't taking over anytime soon, but related technology developments are sure as heck starting to help us more in business today, including talent acquisition and human resources. Speed of communication is key in recruiting, and messaging is the number one used app on the planet. Facebook Messenger already has 1 billion monthly users, and more than likely your current and future workforce is already using messaging. Enjoy this conversation I had with Jonathan Doherty, GoHire founder and CEO, and creator of Gobi, the job search bot that engages candidates in a conversational job search. Jonathan, thank you so much for being on Working Tech. Well, let's start off by answering the question, why Go Hire and the chatbots that you're starting to create? Tell us wh- you know, why you started to develop them, and what is it that you're really addressing in the marketplace today with those? First off, thank you very much, Kevin. It's great to be on. And I think my answer uh, to both of those are actually the same. And um, so I started one of the first job boards in 96, a couple of years out of college. And my intent back in the day, you know, back in the very early internet days was, how can you make it easier for a job seeker to find a job and an employer to hire someone? And over the last 21 years being in the industry, we've gotten closer. But I don't think we've really disrupted. All we've really done is duplicated the newspaper analogy. And there's been lots of technology created and applicant tracking systems. But in in the wholesale side, knowing that we still have this huge candidate black hole, we still have just the I apply, I don't hear, and employers aren't getting the quality candidates or getting volume instead. Those questions have still been on my mind. How do we solve those problems? And when I first got introduced to recruiting with SMS, I said, you know, there's got to be a, there's got to be a better way. Let's try to figure out. And so like any good entrepreneur, you don't ever get the answer correct the first time. You have to experiment a bunch. So we started experimenting in 2016 with different ways to use messaging. We started with Messenger because they had 1 billion people. And now we've built out chatbots that pre-screen candidates with SMS with a web chat system that uses a lot of AI and does employer branding and frequently asked questions and, and Facebook Messenger integration. So companies that are recruiting uh, using Facebook. And so it's really expanded because I think we're actually hitting the niche and ultimately trying to solve that same problem that I've been trying to solve for 21 years, which is how do you just make the whole process easier and remove all barriers to entry? So both the candidate and both the employer can feel like the process works. Right now, it doesn't for either very well. Well, and well, I know that with, you know, the talent board research, <laughs> with the talent board research that, that we do. And, and, you know, the good news is there are, there are, they have been incre- incremental improvements that have been made, but collectively, yep. 
you know, the combination of people, process, and technology still isn't still don't mix very well um, overall. Although there there are highlights like what we're talking about today. But t- tell me though, yep. so g- give me an example of how that works. Then, so uh, with company X, let's say that's doing recruit, you know, recruiting use on via Facebook. How how does the chatbot work specifically? Give us a scenario. Okay, so I'll give you a, I'll give you a scenario on SMS because that's probably the most frequent that people would know um, because that's how we would communicate with our kids and everything else now too, right? Um, especially here in the U.S. So, I.e., so hold um, on, so Jonathan, I.e., yeah, yeah. <laughs> I.e., I. text messages, right? That's what we're talking about. Yes, right. Yeah, SMS, text, anonymous right. naming. So, right. You know, in a when you when you're the first time you meet somebody and you say, hey, let me just text you, or you get your phone number. It's easy. We have a unique ID, almost it's individual, which is a phone number. And if you send somebody a message, they usually respond pretty quickly. The stats say 90% plus of SMS messages are opened or text messages are opened and then reviewed and usually responded to within three minutes. Regardless of what stats and everything, we just kind of have a feel for, hey, you know, this is instant. Bob sent me a message. And even if it I didn't respond right away. I can queue it up. And it's unlike email that might have a lag time, might go into a spam folder, might never get there in the first place because it gets blocked, and it might not be immediately actionable. So we started looking at if someone could type in the word like apply to a phone number, and that phone number was a chatbot on the back end. And what a chatbot is, is essentially just a computer responding back as though I was applying to Kevin at the talent board and Kevin would respond back like, Oh, what's your first name? What's your last name? You know, tell me a little bit more about yourself. And the, it, what's really interesting about this process is that as soon as a candidate comes in or starts that conversation, we get one critical piece of information about that candidate, which is their phone number. And then we get their first name and then we get their last name. So within three interactions, we already have a lot of information that we can respond back to candidates about, which is different from this other form of if someone puts an ad on Indeed, they go to the applicant tracking page and say 100 people go to the applicant tracking page, less than 10% of those people will actually fill out the apply form. So of those 100 visitors that you paid for from Indeed or whatever source, only 10% of them are actually giving you actionable contact data. With the SMS chat, immediately when someone clicks in, you start getting their information. And it's a little bit, you know, we've all done, or the majority of us have done text before, and yes. it's conversational. You, you type something in, you wait for a response. They're short messages, kind of like Twitter, but private, 160 characters. And it creates this, con- you're creating a conversation. So it's been, tag the conversational interface and it's two way, which is like an applicant tracking system is only one way. So go into a case, a, a real quick case study. We build a chatbot for a client. They put an ad out and said, apply to uh, this phone number. Mm-hmm. The candidates came in, uh, they would normally go to the ATS. And in this one specific use case, only two or three candidates would come out the end, have completed the application because in their environment, They've got a workforce that is hourly, uh, low, low wage, in this case, hospitality, restaurant, casino work. So a lot of these people don't have email addresses, which is 
another huge complication in recruiting because sure. the entire HR tech stack is based on email. Right. So candidate, candidate comes in, starts a text message. We ask him first questions, first name, last name. Uh, and then, you know, normal pre-screening that you would see on uh, an applicant tracking system, but in a co- conversational way. And so once hold somebody on. asks... Hold on, yeah, let me yeah. let me okay. stop you. I'm just let me stop you real quick because, I, and I know you're getting there. But my question though is, if okay, how do you train or how does it learn to to remain conversational? For example, I know you're leading them, you're leading the applicant down the path, right, by asking them questions. Okay, now we love for you to send me this, send me that. What happens if I ask the bot a question? If you are in the middle of the apply process, you can ask a question, but the bots, you know, at this point, we're not using, and nobody's using really, you know, super sophisticated artificial intelligence. Right, I know that. Um, right. That would be able to, and, you know, there's been, so what happens is the bot will respond back and say, I don't understand. And to make it kind of more playful, we do it in several different ways. But yeah, the the answer at this point is that the bot really doesn't know. It's just an interactive form, if you will, is the best way of looking. Okay, at it. so it so it still is formulaic, which is fine, and uh-huh. but it's and, but it is a way that where you're seeing, then in this scenario that you're describing, a much higher conversion using the SMS, the text uh, text messages yep. to get individuals to apply. And we're again we're talking about prime. Is it primarily the high churn industries then with it being experimented with right now? Retail, yeah, hospitality? I, yeah, I think that uh, exactly. Um, security officers, uh, any mobile workforce, um, restaurant workforce, uh, any kind of, you know, in, in the younger workforce, the millennial and soon to be uh, Gen Z, uh, that is primarily text based already. They're the ones that have the biggest use case for SMS right now. Based on what you're creating right now, I know there's a, there is other experimentation that I've heard of going on with a variety of different chatbots and even ones sure. that are just that are just Q and A chatbots on career sites for ask answering yep. basic questions about the company. What what is it, how are you differentiating with what you're developing? We do three different chatbots. You kind of mentioned like the frequently asked questions, a career site chatbot. Uh, that's what we first started off in our B two B side of the business is building the career site chatbots. Then we started focusing on messenger chatbots so you can connect it to your Facebook side, Facebook page. And then the third is the SMS and the pre, a lot of the pre-screening. So while there's guys that do individual aspects, there aren't that many that are doing full platform, you know, across multi-platforms. Uh, and then the other thing that really stands out in our space is we built a desktop app that allows a recruiter or hiring manager to communicate with candidates. It doesn't matter what channel they come in on. So if they came in on SMS or text to apply, or they came in on Messenger, or they came in on a web chat, our one dashboard, we call a smart uh, messaging dashboard, can send messages to those candidates no matter which way they came in. We think that the next step, as we start getting, you know, closer product market fit and scale out, we'll have WhatsApp and WeChat and Line and Kick and Slack and Skype all integrated. So a central communication dashboard that allows messaging across any channel. That's very powerful. That's, that's going to be really, really powerful. How does that integrate with the current ecosystems and platforms that 
companies are using today, i.e. ATS, et cetera. The ATS. Yeah, right now, yeah, right now there aren't there is no integrations for a lot of these things. I think what's gonna happen, we see, you know, this is the typical, you know, buy, build or partner mentality that's gonna right. happen is that the big ones, the the ATSs uh, of the Taleo world, the Oracles, the Connexas, the Workdays, they'll probably start building out their own platforms inside their ATSs. Uh, you, you, we assume that. Yet the other 200 applicant tracking systems probably will not, nor will a lot of the other HCM platforms. So they're going to need a tool that allows multi-channel messaging, right. and that's what we're going to do. And that's our intent is to provide that as a tool for the HCM market. Oh, that's excellent. Very much so. You've touched on it a little bit already. I mean, obviously the benefits yeah. to the the benefits to the candidates um, themselves of being able to use their mobile device and apply directly on uh, mm-hmm. via, via text to a job. What about and you and again you touched on a little bit on the, even on the recruiter side. What what else is this how is it else is this going to improve the lives of the talent acquisition professionals today and the HR folks? Yeah, I think um, one of the examples in our in our one of our first beta clients was again the workforce. Their workforce is a seventy five percent SMS or text based, or also non email. And you see that a lot in. It's kind of interesting if you're a professional behind a computer screen, like most of us are in talent acquisition. You, if you go into Starbucks, most of those employees don't have an email address for Starbucks. Um, so how does the company communicate with those individuals? They use text or a piece of paper that they put on the door or in the in the break room with their schedule. It's still very a paper-based system, mm-hmm. which is very surprising, but that's the reality. And right. in this, this fir- first uh, use case that we had that we tested out was by using SMS and the recruiter then had the dashboard to use SMS to respond back to candidates. They could get the information extremely quickly versus sending an email three days later, getting a response, then start scheduling the interviews. Uh, so the, from the acquisition side, and I think this lends into the bigger issue why people are quote, unquote, possibly scared about what AI is going to do and messaging. But I think messaging by itself allows a speed of communication. So if you've got kids and you sent them an email, say they're under the age of 15 right now, number one, they probably don't even read email. If you have teenagers, they might have email, but you still got to text them if you want something to get done. Right. We just don't do that in HR right now. We're not doing that in talent acquisition because we, we don't have the tools. But as these tools come about, I think we'll see speed of uh, time to fill increase. We'll be able to uh, speed those conversations like, oh, you, I remember to get your W-9 in, or uh, here's, a, here's the instructions for the interview that you're going to have. And here's a link to our Google uh, map address. All that stuff can be done over text uh, very, very quickly versus email. If you did it, it might not even get used. Yeah, there's a there's another um, startup in San Jose called Text Recruit. Sure, yep. Um, and I know there's, uh, there's a few others. Again, I've been hearing this. I, I'm surprised myself just because we've been so mobile dominated in our worlds globally, as well as in the United States, that we haven't been leveraging SMS more. I mean, I can tell you as a kind of a joke aside about my, my own kids, two young children, <laughs> just internally, not they don't text other people, but they've got, you know, our old devices, right? That it, It's the hand-me-downs so they can play games on them and use them. 
well, we've created monsters, right? Because we've just now allowed them to text me and mommy. So, yeah, yeah. And, and that's it, right? And so now, like the other day <laughs> on three back-to-back work calls that I had, I, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting like this series of texts and emoticons and silly <laughs> kid stuff because, you know, they can't, I'm like, okay, we're going to have to, we're going to have to temper that now. But it's, you know, there's a familiarity with them as they've grown up with devices now where it's, it's ubiquitous, it's going to be ubiquitous for them, right? When they get older and th- yep. this is the way that we, and anything that takes email out back and leaves it for dead, I'm all about that, my friend. I'm telling you that yeah. hands down right now. The, the the bigger dashboard that you say you want to get to, I think, is amazing, right? Or, mm-hmm. But right right now with some of the, the testing that you've been doing with some of the, the beta customers, how are they receiving the results? I mean, what are they what are they seeing? And do you have some like data points you can share, like X percentage of more conversions of getting people to apply? I mean, what Tell, share some more of uh, the results that you're seeing. Yeah, so we haven't gone public with any of them yet. We will soon okay. within the next couple weeks and months. But this first one, some of the stats are this. is uh, In this one case, using the ATS and a normal ad, say an, a Craigslist ad that would go to an applicant tracking system, the client would get one to two candidates into the applicant tracking system that had an email address, and then they could respond back to the candidate that way. That would be a normal Craigslist ad for uh, a you know, one of these positions. Instead of routing the candidate to the applicant tracking system, we routed the candidate to the chatbot, and we had 95% of the candidates that engaged. We had actually over 120 candidates so far, and... Uh, 95% of those candidates completed the entire pre-screening process. And then, so those are pretty interesting stats right away because we're not losing those candidates going to a landing page and then trying to force them into a form. And it's a, it's a reconfiguration. It's not get rid of your ATS by any means. It's if you're in a high volume or you're in a situation where you can't, you just need to, the candidates, like the drivers, the truck drivers, the high volume things, right. don't put those huge barriers of entry up front. If you can reduce the barrier of entries and you don't have to get rid of your ATS, you just, this is a supplemental thing you put on the front end. And then once the candidates came through, so in this one case, candidates were coming through, client jumps onto the dashboard and starts responding back with SMS to the candidates. And within an hour, candidates came in applied back to the applicant tracking system. So they still have to go through the ATS sure. for the legal reasons, et cetera. Right. But the candidate went through the process and started interviewing the next day. So we know that it works. And the next process is, is get the full profile that we build out via the SMS pre-screening and then plug it into the ATS. That's going to take some time because every ATS is a little bit different. Of course. We have to go customer customer by customer, but that's the idea is get the pre-screening done in a conversational way and let the recruiters communicate with those candidates. Then if they're, and they've already proven, you know, because of the pre-screening that they're higher quality, uh, then the next part is put them into the ATS to go through all your EEOC and, and DOL requirements. You said in, in a couple of weeks over the next couple of months, there's more results-based information that you're going to be sharing. Is that is that what you meant? Yeah. Yeah, we'll actually do public white papers on it and it. Um, webinars on the whole stats of we're going to have a messenger chatbot, a web chatbot, and SMS and baselined against normal ATS structures for those types of hires and in okay. multiple types of roles. Right. 
That's excellent. The long term is to really start getting some of the integrations with the various ATSs as well as combining the three bots that you have outlined to us. Is that the deal? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's all about adoption. Like there's no, if you called your ATS and said, hey, give me messaging, they're going to say call text recruit. Uh, right, it's not right. integrated. And it's not integrated in a way where you could send a text message out of your ATS to a candidate, you uh-huh. have to go to a different dashboard to do it. Right. Um, and that's changing. And, and Eric's company is a great company and they've got great tech. But we're really, what when this technology really is developed out and there's a use, you know, there's really use cases and people are calling for it, all the ATSs are going to embed this. So it's not going to be just send an email. It's going to be send an email or text or SMS or Messenger or Slack or whatever. But the recruiter shouldn't have to worry about that channel. And I think that's where it's going. Right now, it's super early. People, you know, are trying to figure out what this AI part is, what chatbots are, and can I use SMS as well? So once they start doing that, then I think we'll see the bigger market grow. Well, agreed. And I think, I think that, and my, I've been joking about this, even just the past few weeks, but I don't, uh, I don't think the robots aren't taking over anytime soon. So I think everybody needs to just no. r- relax about that. I think, I think there's a separation here and you've articulated it quite nicely based on what you're developing between AI machine learning and just speed of transaction leveraging messaging. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Right. And I, that's huge. And that's, I think that's something for, I think a lot of t- TA folks that will listen to this, that they should differentiate in their mind because that's at the end of the day, that's always what they, they aggregate to is, you know, faster, better, bigger, you know, all that good stuff. Right. So I yep. think, I think machine learning and AI are, 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 are coming and they're coming along and there's a lot of investment being made by big kids on the block, like the Googles and the Apples and the Amazons, et cetera. But I, again, the, this is exciting stuff that you got going on. Jonathan, besides the bots that you're working on yep. and, everything, and everything we've been talking about, what else are you doing when you're hardly working, if that's ever the case? Oh, well, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I've done uh, three Ironman triathlons. So I, I, I'm often down there in Santa Cruz and Capitola with the kids down at the beach. Nice. Uh, trying to swim or getting some sand runs in, um, trying to get out of my bike. And, you know, fortunately we're enough, uh, we have a beautiful area here in the Bay area and Northern yes. California to go out pretty much 12 months a year. So that's kind of how I spend my time and, uh, that in spin class. And, but as an entrepreneur, it's always, you know, it's almost like that's my meditation time to actually think about all the problems that I can't actually get a hold of while I'm actually working. Right. No, I hear you on that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's absolutely right on the money there. Listen, how can we yeah. then learn? How can we learn more about the bots you're creating then? Yeah, so we've got. Uh, you can visit our career site, GoHire.com. Uh, that will talk about the different chatbots. We're going under a, a revamp, a redo to mention all the chatbots and the use cases and the studies. And then you can reach me at JD at GoHire.com. Excellent, Jonathan. Thanks so much for being on Working Tech, and I look forward to seeing you in person again really soon. All right, awesome. Thank you very much, Kevin, and welcome all. We'll be back with more Working Tech soon. Until then, be good and work better. (laughs) 
brought to you by ReachWest Media and the HR Gazette. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast. For those keeping score at home, I just wanted to let you know that there will be sponsorship, advertising, and licensing opportunities coming soon for Working Tech. Stay tuned. Working Tech Rocks! Because hardly working. Because Say it again. Because hardly working. working. One more time. Because hardly working. Because we know. <laughs> Say because hardly working isn't an option. Because hardly working is not an option. <laughs>